This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is Reverend M. Jamal Foster of the Gateway Ministries of Upper Darby just coming to you once again. I know that it's been a little bit of time since I've been with y'all because I've taken a little bit of a sabbatical, but God has restored and rejuvenated me to yet his calling and his cause. So I'm just so hallelujah happy and peacock proud that God saw it not robbery to fulfill his promise in me and that is to bring the word to his people well on today i want with you to turn to the book of numbers chapter 33 verse 50 through 56 if you're reading in the new international version it's going to read on this wise on the plains of moab by the jordan across from the jericho the Lord said unto Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into Canaan, drive out all the inhabitants of the land before you. Destroy all their carved idols and images and their cast idols and demolish all their high places. Take possession of the land and settle in it, and I have given you the land to possess. Distribute the land by lot according to your clan. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, a smaller one. Whatever falls to them by lot will be theirs. Distribute it according to the ancestral tribe. But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land, those you allow will remain, will become barbs in the eyes and thorns in your side. They will give you trouble in the land where you live, and then... I will do for you what I plan to do for them. When I was growing up, there were some things that I often wanted to do that I was told that I couldn't do. That if I had then had did them in my mind, I would have been successful and prosperous. When I was growing up, I wanted to work on the railroad and drive the choo-choo train, only to realize that God didn't intend nor mean for me to do such. I was so greatly disappointed with God because his word says, if you ask anything in my name, I shall give it. It shall be done. It will be given unto you. So I said to God, I want to be a choo-choo driver, not God, if it be your will, let me be a choo-choo driver. And every now and then, God has a way of competently reminding us that he is God and beside him that there's none other. So I decided that God and I needed to have a talk and he was going to listen to my request at this time and how I wanted to present him. God was so good that he allowed such to happen but on his time and not mine. I realized at this point that my life was not my own and if I was going to serve God I was going to have to die to my wants and myself. The reality that God was preparing me for greatness never crossed my mind because I was young and I had more jobs than money and more stupidity than spirituality. The more I talk, the dumber I sound. The more I wanted it my way, the less I got from God. And all I could say is, what's the next stop, God? I'm tired of this. And the truth be told, now I know many of y'all are just like this. The truth be told, I was growing irritated because when I was younger, I had five jobs in one year. No car of my own, things I wanted to do, and God ain't showed up yet. Yet. Really, God, do you really not answer me? 
you say you're God come on in the text today the Israelites are in a mess they have had to move from camp to camp city to city and place to place turn into and, and, and the next thing you know the more they move the less they had and the more they move the less they believe the Israelites move 47 times since they left Egypt and with Moses now Moses was the man that God had sent to lead them the Israelites was traveling with Moses and Aaron the two brothers Aaron was the peacemaker and Moses was uncompromising Aaron was the third of the 12 tribes of Israel the a descendant of Abraham Isaac and Jacob Aaron had a rod like Moses but when Aaron threw it he threw his rod down it turned into a snake and ate up the other <laughs> at the command of Moses he stretched out his rod in order to bring on the first of three plagues if you read in Exodus 7 uh, uh, verse 19 or Exodus 8 1 and 12 in the afflictions of the remaining plague it he appears to be have acted in merely as an attendant of Moses uh, whose outstretched rod drew the divine wrath upon Pharaoh and his subjects. The display of potency from Aaron's rod had already been demonstrated in the presence of Pharaoh's magicians. Don't worry about it. You'll, you'll get where I'm going. When Aaron's rod was thrown down to the ground, it had turned into a snake. So Pharaoh's magicians performed the same act with their rod. However, Aaron's rod ate up all the other snakes, uh, proving his rod was victorious. Uh, in the midst of the Israelites moving, they became weary because they had no idea where they were going. One minute they're here and the next they're there. What I found while reading the text is if God is leading you, you will never be lost. If you're willing to follow and while you're following, God will lead you through green pastures. But you must be willing to go. So I implore you, I ask a question, are you willing to go? You must be willing to go. I hope that you're willing to go. When God says move, you must be ready to move. There's no time to question God. Move means move now. When you know God's voice, there are some things that don't make sense. They, they won't make sense and they will never make sense. But you must have enough faith to trust God for who he is and what you know about God. When you have a relationship with God, you don't mind moving if, if even if nobody else moves. You will do what God says and don't worry about what people say when you have a relationship with God. When God is in you, when God is moving you, when God is talking to you, when God is comforting you, when God is keeping you, when God is molding you, when God is shaping you, and the more people see you, the more they notice the change that you don't possess the change you can't explain the change you can't process the change and you just know that there has been a change in your life and the change you, you have become is the change you can't explain and because either neither you nor them can explain the change because you don't know how you maintain the way you do but it just does what it do or it just do what it does but for the grace they do not know him like you 
But for grace, they're trying to bring you where they are, but God has kept you. And when they don't even know where you are, they are really trying to get to where you are. I know somebody missed that. But you are too afraid to ask what you did to get to where you are. And the truth be told, if it wasn't for God on your side, you wouldn't be where you are. Say amen, church. Willingness to move on command requires command. Commitment and dedication. The more you committed and the more dedicated you are, the less you ask questions because you trust who is leading you. Yes, you trust who is leading you regardless of what you see, regardless of what you hear, regardless of what you think. When you don't ask questions is when you trust the leader. Moses and Aaron were sent by God to lead an army of backwards and lost people. The Israelites believed one thing but did another. They wanted one thing but refused to obey. All they saw was the promised land. And, and, and unfortunately for them that they only saw a part of God. Moses and Aaron was determined to, determined to cross over as evidenced by their nomadic voyage from camp to camp. Trying to get closer to the promised land by crossing over the Jordan River. What is funny about this story is God has them going to different places so that they can appreciate what he is about to do for them. God has shown up. God will show his glory. God has shown his goodness and mercy and grace in everything he does because if he doesn't, mm -mm -mm, he wouldn't be God. If God gave you everything you wanted when you wanted it, then he is no longer God but a magician that works out things on your demand and at your command, not when you pray. When you pray to God for something, you say, God, there is no other way I can get this done unless you do it for me. When you pray, you pray out of circumstance and situation, whether good or bad, whether happy or sad. If you take a moment to reflect on that problem or that situation you couldn't get through, but when you but when you pray, God showed up. Well, our text today is the is demonstrating the belief system in your prayer. God is listening, but before he blesses you, you must give he must give you instructions on how to handle the blessing. You can't be careless with the blessing because when God blesses you, it is a blessing that ordinary people can't handle. Batteries aren't included. You prayed for something, you you got it, but when you opened it, it didn't work and you thought it was broke. But when you read the enclosure instructions because you had tried to do it your way. You found out uh, batteries not included. And once you put the batteries in, it worked better than expected. But you must be willing to read the instructions before you can handle the blessing. In life, you will need to read the instructions or you'll be wandering through the wilderness. Uh, but understand now, are you willing to move? But it's time to take over the land. Uh, say to your neighbor, it's time to take over the land. In the text, God gave instructions to Moses as to how to cross over the Jordan. The instructions were so clear that Moses knew what needed to be done. The text was explicit enough that God said, when you go into the land which I've given you, first rid the old inhabitants, the residents, the renters that have been evicted of the land because you will be the new partakers. I share what what's mine with you. But then second 
Secondly, God says destroy all idols, metal and stone things, and the worship place. Uh, I am about to do a new thing in this place. But but, but then now we got to go to the third. He says occupy, reside in, dwell in, live in the land and settle, stay inhabited, re reconcile in it because I have I have Yahweh Jehovah Jireh has given you but then after he says that he says divide break up separate segregate partition the land into clans groups big and small now understand when he gave you the fourth example or the fourth um, um, instruction he says in the fifth but be sure to drive out those old inhabitants rule one because if those folk are going to cause you because because if not those folk are going to cause you problems and, and they're going to rise up and want to fight you but i am god so here is your final instruction <laughs> if you don't drive them out if you don't get them out I will. I, I promise you. This is what God says. I will. I, I double D dare you. I will kill them and you too. Huh? You better go and get it. Huh? You and get it because God has already made you for you. He's already made the way for you. Stop saying you can't. God gave the instructions on overcoming your enemy because the victory has already been won. The, the Lord will fight your battles. The Lord is your strong tower. The Lord is the way maker. He is your help in a time of trouble. He is a burden bearer. He is a heavy load sharer. He is a rock in the weary land. But that ain't your shouting cue. Here it is. You remember when the Israelites kept making camp after camp after camp, staying here and staying there. Well, if you read in chapter 34, God gave them every place they laid their head. Also, in addition, all these things will be added unto you if you read my instruction. Honor my word and shift. Oh, I know somebody didn't get that shift. Sometimes you need to reside in a place for a period of time and then shift. God has placed you someplace for a moment so that you can shift. Once your time is up there, you must shift. Driving a manual car, you control the speed of the engine, you the speed of the car. But when you drive a manual shift car and you're going uphill, you have to put it into a lower gear to gain more traction and control but when you're on a straight road you can put it in a high gear because there is nothing in your way but when life's troubles come your way put it in a low gear you need to get on your knees and pray for more traction and control but when you see the promised land you put it in a higher gear because it is just you and the road because the race is already one one shift for your victory shift for your praise shift for your restoration shift I'm going uphill shift I'm coming downhill shift when the devil gets on your back and gets in your way you need to shift when people try to tear you down shift when folk do you wrong shift shift for your healing shift for your breakthrough, shift for your peace, shift for your happiness. When the Israelites moved from place to place, they were shifting. The closer they got to the promised land, they shifted. Shifted for their victory.
victory, they shifted so they could go and get it. So all I want to say to you now is go and get it. Don't forget to shift. Don't forget to change gears when you're in the midst of your tears. Look to the hill from which cometh your help. Your help comes from the Lord. I thank you for joining me. I'll catch you again next week. Amen.